0: that's join midi.com
1: What's up, it's your girl Nisha. Welcome back to another episode of Laughing and Crying. Hey people. If you don't know, now you know, just kidding. If you don't know, this podcast explores both the beautiful and the painful experiences that relationships bring. And yes, that even means the relationships we have with ourselves, people. So prepare. Prepare yourself to laugh at the stupid mistakes that I've made in my relationships because I talk about them and it's a lot so that we can ultimately learn from them and heal from them. That's the point. Of course, if you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm excited you're here and for everyone else, what's up, Podcast Land? How are you? Welcome back and thanks for being my people. If you think more people should listen to the show, you can help me get the podcast noticed by sending an episode to a friend, writing a review on Apple Podcasts, and by continuing to, uh, and by continuing to share on social media. And if you personally want to go deeper into the topics and, you know, laugh harder with me and us, join me over on Patreon because we're over there. If you have any podcast episode ideas, Patreon would be the place to let me know. That's where I go for inspiration. Also on Patreon, you get the podcast early. You get the video version of the podcast. What up Patreon, shout out. And uh, what else? Personal vlogs, so much more, whatever else I want to put up there. So you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. Nobody in the building today, it's just me. Hey people. Um, I'm alone today, but it's okay because we've going to have fun anyway. Today's show is going to be a good one. We're going to start out with a new segment called, Did You Hear About? And then we're going to have a conversation about compatibility, and it's going to be super interesting. The reason I wanted to, well, first of all, yes, there's a new segment because I wanted to try out something new, um, which is... Having a segment called Did You Hear About, where I take certain things from pop culture, something that's in the news that ties into what we talk about here on the show, or anything funny, interesting in the news that I give my take on before we jump into our topic. So today, I wanted to talk about something I heard about. Actually, it's funny. I heard about it on another podcast that happened recently. It's not super recent, maybe about, I don't know. A week or so ago. So, this guy's on Twitter and he tweets about the fact that he tried to connect with this girl on like a relationship type situation. You know what I mean? I tried to hit on her, whatever. Like, hey, let me, let's connect. Let me give you my information. You give me your information. Let's try to make this happen. Okay. Homegirl was like, cool. Got something for you to do first. And this is so interesting, the way that she did this. Because as you guys know, I'm married, so I'm completely out of the game. But I was just like dying at the fact that this happened. So, okay. So, he posts on his Twitter after the fact, Can you believe what this girl did? She sent me this Google form basically saying I had to complete this Google form before she would fully connect with me as far as going out on a date talking like whatever and so when I started to hear the questions that were on this Google form, at first I was like nah but she was real serious I thought it was a joke it was not a joke um because she says that she wants to stop wasting her time and she wants to be sure that the person that she's talking to or giving her time to is worth her time. Which is, I mean, we'll, we we're gonna talk about it, okay? But that were, I'm sorry. Here's the questions that were posted that were in the Google forum that the guy ended up tweeting out, I guess to kind of like put her on blast, but it kind of actually ended up backfiring on him because all these other women were like, yes, I'm gonna do this. But I just kind of want to see what your opinion is, podcast land. Okay, so here's some of the questions. Do you believe in marriage or is it just an unnecessary piece of paper? Uh, yes or no. Or I guess state your answer. Because some of these are like long form. You have to put a question and you need to put an answer, like write out an answer. Or some of them are multiple choice, right? So do you believe in marriage or just, or is it just an unnecessary piece of paper? Do you have kids? If so, how many? Do you want kids? Is there anything preventing you from having kids? How would you describe your financial slash employment situation? (laughs) And some of these had like multiple choice, but I didn't write down them all because it was like a good 25 questions. Um, Are you a person of faith, Christian, Muslim, other? What's your zodiac sign, sun, moon, and rising sign if you know it if you don't know it what's your birthday <laughs> hilarious um can you swim now this one i was like bruh that's kind of real because some people out here can't and if you want to go do stuff with your life you know what i mean you just want to know what you're dealing with i'm not saying well i'm not gonna put my opinion just yet but you know i i got the hot take no I'm joking. Um Does the toilet tissue go over or under for you? Hilarious. What's your preferred method of communication? Text, call, video, face-to-face, other. (laughs) Like, highest level of education. Undergrad degree, bachelor's, master's, or other. Name one no-skips album or mixtape. Okay, I actually want to answer this one, even though I don't want to date this girl, of course, but let me see. I would have to say, first of all, any of Chance the Rapper's mixtape, Ask to rap was everything. Ten Day was awesome, great. Chance the Rapper's first album, he want to say Coloring Book. It was Coloring Book. I'm like, why do I keep want to say Coloring Book? Okay, Chance the Rapper's first album, Coloring Book. Kanye, Graduation. Kanye, Late Registration. Kanye. College dropout. What else? No skips. Corinne Bailey Ray. What's that album called? Oh, (laughs) Corinne Bailey Ray self titled. (laughs) There you go. Um, uh, Adele, 21, 19, 25. I ain't gonna lie, I skipped some on 30. I skipped some on 30. But yo, no skips. What else? Y'all gotta tell me your... I wanna know your no-skips. Okay, hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Patreon. Let me know your no-skip album or mixtape. Moving on. Top three sitcoms, TV shows of all time. Listen, I'm gonna answer this too. Um, These are good questions. I'm just saying. Um, top three TV shows. Friends. Um... I don't have three. I have like five that I will watch all the time. The Middle, Friends, Everybody Hates Chris, Abbott Elementary, Psych, um, Shits Creek. Yeah, I'll watch those like a thousand times over. Just saying. Okay, single people. First of all, I don't know how I feel about the list. Uh, Single people, would you participate in this? Like, would you hand out the list? Do you think it's fair? Do you feel like you're wasting your time? Married people, do you think that this would have helped you be more confident in your decision to date your spouse? Like, if you were able to ask them, and there were more than these. um, There were questions about hygiene. There were questions about... um, how you think of relationships there were questions about when you feel like it's the right time to make something official so there were more questions and I'm pretty sure if you google it you can find the google form or something like that this girl ended up getting like thousands and thousands and thousands of responses after that guy tweeted her so hopefully cross fingers she found her man. but we'll see but I just want to know Um, hit me up, tell me, single people, would you participate in this at all? Married people, do you think this would have helped you uh, make a more confident decision in your dating season or when you were dating your spouse at all? I don't know. Like for me, I think I did something similar to this when I was already in a relationship. I just asked more questions to make sure I understood what I was getting into. The only qualm I have with it is that people lie so just because you're asking it a question does not mean that somebody's telling you the truth. She was very specific in her questions, though, so I mean, we don't know. But not everybody's going to tell you the truth. Not everybody's going to represent themselves the way in which you feel like it's an honest representation of who they are. And sometimes some stuff you don't want to know all up front. You could be ruling out people before you have a chance to really get to know them. Stuff that you think that matters beforehand may not matter after. If there were some things that I knew about Dre beforehand that would have made me feel ick or not wanted to date him, I don't think I would've ever got married to him. So I don't know about this one. This was a toss up for me. I see the benefits of it. I see the pushback. Because also, would someone like be turned off by you doing this? Cause it's kind of anal intensive, I don't know. Anyway, it leads me into this conversation because it made me, it prompted this conversation in my mind about compatibility. So if we're moving into the conversation that we're going to have on the podcast today, it is, is compatibility overrated? So this person has this Google form, right? Because she's trying to figure out how compatible, like, do you know how to swim? Can we take a trip? If we go to a lake. Are you gonna freak out? Right? She's trying to figure out how compatible they are. But I guess my question uh, moving forward is uh, even beyond this form, is compatibility overrated? Is compatibility a thing? And so I'm gonna be trying to like explore that question today because part of me doesn't even know my answer. Like, I think I have an opinion up front, but I also, I'm like, hmm, I kind of wanna explore it a little bit too. So, One thing I didn't do was get a definition for it. Let's see. Ooh, this is a good definition. Okay, the definition of compatibility. The definition of compatibility is a state in which two things are able to exist or occur together without problems and conflict. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That's kind of the definition I had in my head. And a little bit more about me... So I got married when I was 29, I think. Um, I had a long, I won't say long, it wasn't long. But some people be getting married like when they're like 21 and 22. So that's why I say long. But I had um, quite a bit of time um, in my 20s to think about, you know, or to imagine who I would end up with. And part of me thought, okay. In order for someone to handle me, they're going to have to be assertive because I'm very assertive. They're going to have to be outgoing because I like being around a lot of people. I like being out in the world. I love relationships, so they'll have to be, um, they'll have to like relationships. They're going to have to be a little bit silly or else I'm going to get on their nerves. Um, They're going to have to be really passionate about something uh, because I hold a lot of passion. And I just thought that's what would work. We would then be compatible They shared my faith. If they shared kind of my view on the world, my view on relationship, uh, my view on commitment, then we'd be compatible. Um, They'd have to be into music. They'd have to be into food because I'm a trained chef and I love food. Um, They'd have to just kind of love traveling and adventure and all these types of things. That was just kind of my story. And I met Dre and he's quiet. He's quiet, he's very quiet, he's very nerdy. He likes his alone time. He had a completely different background than I did. He grew up a little bit rougher than I did. He kind of chose to kind of figure life out on his own rather than taking the um, sort of forged path of, education, and this is what you got to do next, and this is what you got to do, and this is what you got to do. Whereas I kind of took that route of like, of course, this is what you do after high school. This is what you do after college. Um, And we were just very different. But in my mind, I always thought, well, compatibility helps with lessening arguments, being on the same page with the other person about joint decisions, being able to grow together and not grow apart. And I think and I kind of told the story here on the podcast that over time and being in a relationship and even friendships with people who did not think like me has led me to believe a little bit uh, that rubbing up against someone in a way that's not what you expect uh, is helpful. So... Someone posed another question, so I'm going to ask you guys. Like, what is compatibility truly? Like, we got the definition, but is compatibility the long Google forum? Or I know that a certain number of people may believe that compatibility is like the big three, the faith, politics, and your belief in marriage slash commitment in a relationship. Are those what makes you compatible? Like if you have faith, politics, and belief in marriage commitment, like if you have those in common, do you consider yourself compatible or do you feel like like the longer list of like, no, like you have to um, like the same music I like, you have to like the same TV shows. You have to care about family the way I care about family. Like what do you consider being compatible? For me, I think I've kind of landed in a place where I feel like compatibility is more mindset. Compatibility is deciding like, what are your goals? And if your goals are compatible, where you start, does it matter as much? I think that's kind of what I'm exploring in life is, if I meet someone, right, friend or otherwise, and in my situation, it wouldn't be otherwise, but if anyone <laughs> if anyone meets someone, right, and it's a friend or whatever, and they're like, okay, this person is nothing like me. But when you sit down and have a conversation, they're like, I'd love to travel, but I really, really like staying home. I've never really traveled, or if they're like, um, I want to learn, but they know nothing that you know. Isn't compatibility the same as like saying, well, hey, if you want to learn, I'll teach you. And then at the end, we'll kind of be able to appreciate the same things. Like for instance, okay, um, that might've sounded confusing. Okay. First is one of my best friends. Um, and you guys know I'm a trained chef. I'm a foodie. I love all of those things. And so I kind of grew up in my young adult life being like, whatever I eat has to taste good, has to be of good quality. Like I wasn't the McDonald's chick. Okay. Um, I'm very bougie about food. Very bougie. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of off-putting. It's kind of disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm joking. But I am. I'm very bougie about it. And so i I meet this girl. We become friends. And oh you guys know her. Tasha. I'm talking about Tasha. Okay, so so my friend Tasha was always the I eat to live. So whatever's there whatever I fix, whatever I make, whatever I'm used to, whatever I'm comfortable with, that's what I'll eat. And then she met me. And I'm like, go here, go there, enjoy the food. It's not just about eating. Sometimes it's about enjoying it. Sometimes it's about an experience. And subsequently her friend, uh, her best friend is like, into wine so she's like enjoy the wine and I'm like enjoy the food and she's like I hate you both but either way she had an openness to learn and to explore and although we were not compatible it's like she wasn't like I love food I want to hear about food and even to this day sometimes she's like okay why do you have to do all this can we just go to somewhere normal but at the end of the day, now she has her own appreciation for food. And so when she meets other people and they're like, have you tried this restaurant? Have you tried that restaurant? She, they're like, wow, you're real bougie. And she's like, huh, I am bougie now. And so like, I think for me, compatibility has come down to how open your mind is to wanting to change um, now I guess that kind of leads me into my next question, which is, okay, how do you guys feel about, does the push and the pull in a relationship when you're, quote, uncompatible, truly strengthen it or does it truly weaken it? because there's so many people that say both you know you have the crowd that says oh that rubbing up against each other is like sandpaper and I, and at some point you'll be polished and you know all of those things and so you want somebody that's gonna pull on your that's gonna like poke the places you don't want to be poked so that you can deal with those places because if you have someone who doesn't poke those places, you'll end up being complacent. Fair. But then there are other people who are like, well, if you're always arguing and you're always in disagreement and you're always in misalignment, are you really growing something that will hold? Or are you just, you know kind of day-by-day patchworking and band-aiding the situation that's ultimately going to fall apart because it's not built on anything foundational. So, um I just wonder what you guys think about that. I'm trying to figure out my opinion. I hate to ride the fence and say both. I think it could do both. I think it can be both. I think that... Personally, what it ultimately uh, boils down to, and you can disagree with me, is that the things that will break you are the things that won't budge. And the things that will strengthen you are the things that you're willing to be, have humility about, have an open mind about, and be willing to adjust. Um, Do I believe that, right, you're able to adjust everything that you believe? No, Um, and I don't think you should, but I do think that there are way more things that should be up for debate about whether or not we should change than we give credit to. And, you know, we have this like fight with this word compromise. And I just feel... Like, or I guess I'll ask you guys, is compromise or being willing, as we're talking about, does it strengthen, does it weaken it? Should you change? Is compromise or being willing to see to some of your opinions or strong-willed beliefs a good thing? Or do you feel, or do you actually feel like it changes who you are and you shouldn't feel like you have to change who you are to be in a relationship? I've heard both. I don't really know. I know that since being in my marriage, I have had to change. You guys would not believe how much. I don't feel like in my marriage, it's so funny because I do feel like fundamentally I've changed who I am. I don't feel like I've changed who I am in the sense that I don't feel authentic to myself. Um, but here's an example. Like, I used to be this person where I'm like, I don't care what anybody thinks. I used to always say this, and all my friends know I have this quote. I don't care about he, she's, them, they's, whatever the case may be. Like, my opinion is my opinion. My belief is my belief. And if someone comes up and says, you should believe this, or you should do this, or you should do that, I don't really care what they think. Where there are some people out in the world who are, like, constantly kind of, like, ruminating on what somebody else thinks that has never been me well being in relationships where with people who think more who care more about what other people think has given me some pause and has made me initially it made me feel like kind of like insecure because i always assumed that people who cared what other people thought were insecure so it made me feel insecure but then i as time went on, I realized kind of the importance of it. And I kind of realized that um, sometimes it's important to understand the ability to care about what somebody else thinks because that's an important part of empathy. And so I do feel like I am a more consciously empathetic person now because I've been rubbed up against from people who thought different th- differently than me, um, which makes me feel like a different person because there are times now where I have this conflict within myself of like, man, was that person upset? Did I hurt that person's feelings? Where before I was like, uh, if they have their feelings hurt, they'll tell me or they'll deal with it. I feel different, but... I think it's kind of up to us whether or not we deem that a positive thing or a negative thing. So anyway, that's something to chew on. What's your opinion? How did you feel about this conversation about compatibility? At the end of the day, do you feel like compatibility is something that is super super important that you should put a stake put your sword in the sand on as far as when you're dating or for married people, when you talk to single people about dating, which I don't necessarily recommend because we don't know nothing. I'm just like you know, dating is hard out here in these streets and now we know what I'm talking about. Um, but if there is some single person that comes to you asking your advice and they ask you about compatibility, what would be your opinion? What would you say? Um, and for single people, how do you feel not only about the Google form and the boldness of this woman, but how do you feel about compatibility and what does that mean where you're going out and trying to find relationships of your own, whether that be friendships or romantic relationships? Anyway, um, how do you feel? I hope you took something away from this conversation that we had today uh, and just it helped you to think more into um, how you go about life, how you see relationships, and all that jazz. I'd love to hear what you love most about this podcast episode. And is there a topic that you're itching to be like, niche, talk about this next. I'm here for that. Hit me up on Instagram where I'm most active at Unleash the Niche. DM me or you could also find me on any other platform at Unleash the Niche. That's probably Twitter, TikTok, and all those other jazzes that I'm not as active on, but I'll see it eventually. But if you want to get my attention for real, for row, hit me up on Patreon. Um, join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Um, you get the podcast early. You get the video versions of the podcast and the vlogs with myself and my family. So head to patreon.com slash unleash the niche to join the niche gang, which is what we call the Patreon people. Your podcast land, their niche gang. So niche gang, if you're listening, what up, what up? Well, that's it. Always love hanging out with you guys. And, you know, maybe we can impact the world or something. I'll leave you with that. Bye.